The Passholder Lounge is open once again, and I am so excited to welcome you in. Hello, everyone. It's Justin Monorail. Did you know it has been about 124 days? Actually, I think it's been 124 days exactly since we have taken to the YouTube airwaves, but we are back and feeling good. We, as in the royal we, me, Justin Monorail, here in the Passholder Lounge. What is up, everybody? I, I've missed you all so much. I got to say, there were a few cobwebs here in the studio after I, you know, open things back up, flip on the light switch, and then you had a little dust bunny situation to deal with. But uh, you know, we're we got it all cleaned up. We got it under control, and and now we're back again. Hello, everyone who's already watching the live show in the chat. I've seen Lewis. I've seen Natalie. I've seen Marissa, Donna, Greg, and Aurora. Hello, everyone. Thanks for being here early. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, after 124 days, I wouldn't be surprised if people just kind of gave up on the Passholder Lounge ever popping back up onto their feed. But never count out Justin Monorail. We're back. We're back. It is July 18th. It's Tuesday night, 8 p.m., this is the third Tuesday of the month, and this is the new home for the monthly Passholder Lounge show. For those of you who are watching the show live, I'm going to apologize for uh, twirling around in my chair here. I'm a little excited, got some nervous energy in my system, um, but I'm excited to get back to it. Um, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit tonight. It's going to be a solo show, just Justin Monorail, so I hope that you're on board for that because, um, yeah, I, I wanted to. I just wanted to chat with you all and let you know kind of what's going on and and really what's to come and and maybe even bring up something uh, in the parks that we can talk about uh, coming up in the next oh ten days or so. If you know what I'm talking about, you get extra points. Um, I want to start off tonight by mentioning, yes, it is July 18th as we're doing the live show. If you're listening later in the podcast, uh, where were you? Uh, but thanks for picking it up later on the podcast feed. Today is officially Dr. Jacqueline's birthday. Now, if you know Dr. Jacqueline, if you're familiar with Pixie Dust PhD, she is a YouTube creator. She d gives all of the wonderful tips and tricks that you could possibly want um, on her YouTube channel. I definitely encourage you to check it out, especially if you're interested in DVC or, or, you know, Disneyland Paris or parks all around the world, um, she gives lots of great tips and tricks and, and her YouTube channel is great. But this year to celebrate her birthday, one of the things that she asked was for me to spread the word for a fundraiser that she's doing. So I wanted to start by doing that right now because I'll forget otherwise. Um, there is a fundraiser called Feed the Fridge. It's an organization that they actually place refrigerators around the D.C. and Maryland area and local restaurants stock those refrigerators with food for people who are in food need. Um, it's a, sort of a no questions asked situation. They put food in there. People can come and take it. No strings attached. Um, take what they need. And uh, it's just a really great organization because no one should have food uncertainty. So feedthefridge.org. Dr. Jacqueline is doing a fundraiser the whole month of July. She's asked if you do donate to Feed the Fridge uh, to take a screenshot of your confirmation and send it to her. And she's going to match that donation. Her goal is $500. I think today 
Um, I, I'm I if I'm saying that right, it was on it was on her Instagram. I, I don't know if it was for the month or just for today. Uh, but either way, uh, she's doing the fundraiser, and I really encourage you to do that. I know I know this isn't really theme park related; it's not Disney related, but uh, it's a definitely a good cause. And since Dr. Jacqueline is one of my very good friends, I she asked that this was a birthday request. I'm happy to to share it out with you all today. So happy birthday, Dr. Jacqueline, and um, I hope you hit that fundraising goal. Um, so now moving on. Oh man, we've got a bunch of more people that have hopped in the chat. I see Val, Travis, John, uh, someone on Facebook. I'm, it, it never tells me who is ch- talking to me on Facebook. So identify yourself and I will say, hello, Jeffers is here. Um, good to see you all. Wow. A packed house as we reopen the pass holder lounge. I'm glad we got seats for everybody. There's plenty of seats, um, for everybody. But uh, but yeah, seriously, I have missed you all. I'm I'm happy to be back. I am feeling excited and energized for where we're going to take the Passholder Lounge, and we're going to talk about that tonight. Um, but first, uh, I wanted to sort of just talk about the break a little bit. So I took a break. The last show we did was March 16th. That was the last live show, and I didn't give any warning that there was going to be a break. Well. Uh, I, I really didn't know there was going to be a break at the time, but I can tell you that I sort of felt something creeping up. Um, one of the things I've talked about in the past on, on podcasts I've done before, especially I think Steffers and I have talked about this a few times is just taking care of mental health and how important it is to be in touch with your mental health and prioritize it. And, um, I got to a point where I was just feeling like I needed a break and I wanted to give that to myself. Um, it makes me feel bad. I feel like I'm disappointing all of you all when I do things like that, because I know that people look forward to the live show. They look forward to the podcast, not just for me. I know it's not about just me. I know you guys like interacting in the chat and, and, uh, in the discord and the Facebook group and all that too. But this is sort of, you know, it's, it's a nice ritual to get together and, and gather when we can. But, um, I, I had started to feel like I was sort of sort over my head a little bit in what I was doing. Um, the monthly live show, coordinating that, coordinating the guest, um, and then producing that or weekly at the time, it just sort of like started to feel a bit much for me at the time. Now there were other things going on, just personal family life stuff. You know, we were barreling towards uh, Skelligummy's graduation, and and you know, I don't know, probably wouldn't love me saying it, but uh, you know, grades were sort of iffy, and we didn't quite know if we were going to get there, so that was stressful. Uh, for high school. And then, you know, we had some, some things, oh, the pneumonia kid that's landing in the chat, I guess. Uh, and then we had some things like work has been uh, increasingly crazy for me uh, personally. So there were probably some other stressors that sort of uh, led into me feeling like I needed a bit of a, a break from doing the show for a little bit. I didn't expect to take 124 days. Uh, I really thought maybe it'd be a couple of weeks, but as I took the break, I realized I needed it. Um, one of the things I never want to do when I'm doing this show is do a subpar product. I, I don't want to do that. I, and um, I didn't feel like I could give everything I had to the show. Uh, I want to be able to be creative. I want to be able to pre- produce something that's good and high quality that that you all will be able to enjoy. Oh, I just got a warning that it's saying my Wi-Fi is not good. So I apologize if this starts to get choppy while I'm talking about quality of program. Um, but, you know, um, I just didn't I didn't feel like I could give my full 100 percent to the project at the time. And until I did, I didn't want to come back to it. So 
So that was part of it. That was sort of weighing on me a little bit. Um, and then another thing was, as I was doing the live show, I was really unhappy with the quality of the audio. As you noticed tonight, I didn't do the intro music. Um, I won't do the outro music. We're going to do that all separately in post-production because I really didn't like the solution that I had. It wasn't working. Um, it sounded terrible uh, on the podcast later on. And and I hold myself to to a higher uh, standard than that. Jeremy, yeah, your, your name's on here. Hey, Jeremy, good to see you in the chat. Um, but um, so, so that was something I wanted to deal with, uh, the quality of the show. Also getting my creativity filled back up. I, I kind of feel like I, I felt, I, I felt like my creativity goblet was empty <laughs> and uh, I, I just, I, I just wanted to take some time away. Um, so Anyways, uh, that, that sort of explains, you know, uh, what was going on there. Um, but I knew I wanted to get back to it. I, I knew that I didn't want to end the show. Um, I knew that uh, I wanted to continue on, but maybe do some something modified. Because what I tend to do with all these products and projects that I undertake, I overwhelm myself. I take on too much which is something that you should never do, but I get excited about it and I want to go just full bore, overwhelming, do everything, do all the things, commit myself, you know, way in over my head. And so that's what I typically do. Um, and so I get burnout sometimes. Um, so I don't want to do that this time. Um, so I am going to try my very best to not do that. So in order to, um, to feed that, uh, end uh, to reach that purpose, I've modified the format of the show. So we're going to talk about that tonight. Um, we're going to talk about the new website. Uh, and then we're going to talk about sort of what's coming up in the future. This may not be a super long show tonight. This is just sort of getting us back in the habit of getting back together. I'm so happy that we are uh, really. It means a lot to me. I, I hope you all, by the way, the, the Regal Eagle Smokehouse backdrop that I've got going on back here is a tribute to the fact that I was on the Hyperion Adventures podcast this week with Tom and Michelle. If you happen to listen to it, we were talking about barbecue. Barbecue meaning smoked meats with sauces, not food you put on a grill. Let's be very clear about that. Tom, Tom was the one who pointed that out on the show, not me this time but you know he was he must have been reading my mind because i was thinking let's be clear about what barbecue is uh but <laughs> but he nailed it but yeah we we had a great time if you haven't listened to that show go check out the hyperion adventures podcast with tom and michelle uh we talked barbecue we talked all the places in walt disney world that you can get it and some of our recommendations of where you might want to try so it, it was a great time and, and I hope that you all either listen to it now or listen to it then. And if you don't want to listen to me, um, listen to some of their other episodes because Tom and Michelle are wonderful. You, you want to talk about a high quality product. Tom and Michelle put out one of the best produced, best sounding podcasts that you're going to hear in the Disney community. I, I highly, highly recommend you check them out. So, and plus they're great people. Um, as I knock my keyboard across the room. Um, so, Let's look to the future. Let's talk about what's coming. Um, the live show now has a new home. We're going to do this once a month. So every third Tuesday of the month, it'll move around a little bit just because I'm trying to space things out the right way. Um, but typically the third Tuesday of the month, we're going to do the live show here on YouTube, on Twitch and on the Facebook group. Um, you can join in any of those places. I'll be able to see you if you're chatting with me. We can chat back. And on those future shows, I'm actually going to be sharing the link 
with a select group of my podcast collaborators, fellow creators uh, from the theme park and Disney community. And I'm not going to know week, week after week or month after month. Here I am committing myself to week after week again. I'm not going to know month to month who's going to join the show. Essentially, I'm sending it out to a, a distribution list. I'm going to let people know what I want to talk about that week. And then whoever shows up during the show, that's who shows up. And um, <laughs> uh, Landon is trolling in the Facebook group. Uh, I don't know if I can ban someone in the Facebook group from the YouTube chat, but I might just do it. Um, but <laughs> it, whoever shows up on each show, they'll show up and, and we'll do. It's going to be more of a happy hour free form chat, but I will have some things that we're going to talk about um, each month. Like I'll have some topics. We may play a game. Uh, we're going to have drinks and it's going to be a virtual hang with my podcasting and creator friends. So, um, that that's something to look forward to in the upcoming live shows. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited because number one, it takes pressure off me because I'm just sending it out. Whoever can show up that week shows up. Otherwise it's going to be me talking to you guys, which look, I can do it. I don't know if that's the best show or if that's always what you want to hear. I can handle it. I can talk to myself with no problem. Well, you know, I'm not talking to myself. I'm talking to you all in the chat. So I'm never by myself, but you know, it'll be more fun if we've got people kind of coming in and out of the door. And that's really the, the, the pass holder format, right? It's the lounge. People can come into the lounge, leave the lounge, you know, join the chat, have drinks, whatever they want to do. So that's the way we're going to do the live show. Now on the off weeks, there are going to be other things that you will get from me, Justin Monrail, through the Passholder Lounge. One of them will be a pre-recorded podcast every month. So that one is going to be a little more of my traditional approach to a podcast where I can script it out. I can actually have my topics. Um, you will hear Landon the Dawes Don on that podcast. You will also hear Cousin Kevin. So that's going to be at least a three-hander on a, on a monthly basis in that pre-recorded show. Landon the Dawes Don, Cousin Kevin from... The Mouse Knows Best podcast, which has ended now. So Kevin's looking for something to do. Uh, and me, Justin Monorail, and we'll do our monthly uh, theme park show. So that'll be on the podcast feed. So there's two, at least two podcasts a month. And I reserve the right to drop extra podcast in case of news emergency uh, coming from either Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, wherever. You may get more stuff. But committing to one live, one pre-recorded. Now, the other thing you're going to get is something that I've done, I've tinkered with a little bit in the past, but I've never really done it or committed to it um, in a regular schedule kind of way. And I'm going to do a blog. So that's that's going to happen uh, twice a month, at least. I'm going to try to do a blog. It'll probably be reviews of, of foods, drinks, lounges, resorts, experiences in the park, stories, tips that I can share. It's going to be a hodgepodge, but you're going to find that on the website, too. And while we're talking about the website, did you know that before I came back to the airwaves tonight, I launched a new PassholderLounge.com website. It's ThePassholderLounge.com. Uh, you can reach it on any of your personal devices through ThePassholderLounge.com or JustinMonorail.com because I actually bought that domain as well. So either one is going to take you to the website. It's going to give you a link here to the YouTube. There's an about us page. There's a link to the merch, which is now on Threadless. I'm trying to migrate over to Threadless and leave T Public because 
they've taken down some of my designs and I'm not totally thrilled with T public, but also threadless. Uh, I, I think it has a better, um, uh, user interface. Um, I just like it as a system a little better. So we're going to try that out. Um, and then we've got the blog link. There's also a calendar on the website where you can click on that and it'll tell you what's coming up for the pass holder lounge. Um, not only the blog, not only the recorded podcast and live show, but if there are meetups that are going to happen, I'm going to put them on that calendar. So you'll, you'll be able to see them there. And you'll also be able to see those uh, events in the Facebook group because we, we always post events in the Facebook group as well. So I'll have you covered no matter where you want to go. Uh, but that's sort of where we're going with it. Uh, a couple of at least two uh, audio shows a month and at least two blogs for now. Um, I feel like that's something that I can manage and not make myself feel too overwhelmed because I can write the blog anytime. I've already got a whole handful of ideas for what I want to write about and, and for the show uh, coming up as well. So lots of things to look forward to there. Uh, I hope for you and, and then for me. Um, but yeah, check check all that stuff out and then let me know what you think. If you, if you give the website a look, I'd love to have your feedback. Um, and then the other thing I always want to mention is one way to stay connected all the time to to this community through the either through the Facebook group or through our Discord community. There is a link uh, on the website where you can contact me directly. And if you let me know you want to join the Discord I will send you a link. So those the Discord links only last for a few days before they they don't work anymore. So I have to send you a fresh link. So email me. It'll give me your email address and I can send you a link. You can join the Discord and hang out with us um, every day of the week, every day of the month. And that's a good time too. Natalie, Natalie was in there throwing out a, a couple scenarios this last week. Um, one of them, Natalie, forgive me if I don't quote this exactly right, but she started saying, if you could have an, an all-expensive all, all expensive. <laughs> no, all expenses paid trip to Disney. Every everything taken care of, no matter where you wanted to stay, VIP upgrades, all that sort of thing. Um, but you were blocked out from your favorite park for a year. Would you do it? Um, so we had an interesting conversation around that. And then she flipped it around and she said, Well, what if you had all these things all paid for? Uh, and you could only go to your least favorite park. I forget. I think that's what it was. You could only get into your least favorite park. Uh, so that just sparked a debate of what our least favorite Walt Disney World park is. And I got to tell you, it was kind of interesting getting the perspectives, what people were thinking there. Um, because, yeah, that that it made me think quite a bit. I, I don't know if you're interested in getting into my thought process there, but we can we can maybe uh, talk about that. <laughs> and Natalie's just sharing the longer her run gets, the more unhinged the questions will get. So I'm looking forward to where those questions go. And, you know, who knows, we may end up uh, talking about them in here. So anyway, it, that was that was a fun conversation. We do that kind of stuff in the discord. Um, all right. So that covers the new format that covers the schedule, the website, all that sort of thing. And, um, sort of what, what led us to today. Wow. Uh, 20 minutes in already. Okay. So now I just wanted to pop over and talk about a couple of new things. Um, I mentioned work has been crazy. Now, now there's a, there's a reason for that. So the big reason as I take a little, let me take a little refreshing sip of my Cho Topo Chico, by the way, uh, 
this one is the tangy lemon lime to- Topo Chico, and it is disgusting. I don't know if people are fans of it out there. Not me. It's gross. I'm drinking it to get rid of it. Um, so did you see that the Wall Street Journal ran an article that was talking about Walt Disney World has been a ghost town? Essentially, they talked to Lynn Testa from Touring Plans talking about how July 4th had the shortest wait times that they've had in in years across the parks. And it wasn't just Walt Disney World. It was Universal, SeaWorld. Like, um, it was just sort of all of that stuff, right? Well, I haven't really come out and explained um, what I do or what my day job is, and I'm not going to. But I'll tell you that I am in hospitality. Uh, I work in resorts. I'll just say that. And being in Central Florida, it's not a huge surprise to hear them say that, that uh, the parks were maybe um, a little, uh, there's a little more elbow room than there was uh, in, in recent memory. The thing about it is there's a, there's a couple of things going on here. Um, one of them is, First of all, isn't it a good thing that the wait times are down? I thought that's what Genie Plus was supposed to do with all of us. So I'm thinking if I'm Disney's PR department, I would be jumping all over this and I'd be saying, hey, this just means we're delivering a better guest experience. It doesn't mean there are people not coming to the parks because Disney doesn't release their attendance data until they release it, I think, annually um, so they can be part of the the list of theme park attendants that I don't know if they have to or, or what, but they don't release it on a regular basis. But I think that's what I would be selling if I was Disney is, hey, Disney Plus is working or Genie Plus is working. The lightning lanes are working. Um, That's why lines are are lower and it's a better guest experience. And if you want to experience that, come on down. Well, they didn't really do that. Instead, Bob Iger uh, was interviewed and basically said that it wasn't true. Well, it is true. Telling you from the perspective of someone, as I said, who works in hospitality in Central Florida, well, everything that Lynn Testa said is absolutely true. The revenge travel bubble has popped. Essentially, last year, what we saw in 22, resorts could sort of name their price. People were traveling to Central Florida. The resorts were full. The parks were full. And it was just like everybody was, you know, living it up, having the best time. That has changed. Now there's room at the resorts and there's room in the parks. Sometimes I have noticed when I'm in the parks and I do go on the weekend, so maybe it's, you know, an increased uh, attendance, but I feel like I have noticed in some places lines are a little shorter, but the corridors, the walkways, Main Street, USA, Hollywood Boulevard, it still feels crowded when you're in the park. It's funny because I think when you're comparing to an all time high attendance number that Disney had ever since that they opened back up. Of course, the parks are going to seem like, oh, well, the wait times are down, so maybe nobody's going. No, it's not that nobody's going. Trust me, people are going. Um, but I think it may be more locals right now. Um, yeah, I think I think that at, what we're seeing now is more drive-ins from from people who are in the you know within a couple hours. Um, I, I know I can tell you at uh, Orlando International Airport, the uh, departures have been much higher than the flights coming in like the the parking garages are full because people are flying and going other places um so 
I don't know. There is something going on there. I think, I think, you know, Aurora points out that, yeah, um, interest rates are up, you know, and that's something too. People aren't spending money. If they did spend money, they spent it last year on their big trip uh, post COVID coming to Disney. And, you know, the other thing to talk about is Florida was the first place to open up post COVID. Disney was one of the first places to open up post COVID. Everybody was coming here, but now the world is, is pretty much open. Um, so <laughs> Jen's here. Hi, Jen. Um, so people are going a lot of other places. They went to central Florida, they did their Disney and universal trips, and now they're going other places. So anyway, I say all that to say that Lynn Testa was correct. Bob Iger was not correct. And it is causing some chaos for hotels and resorts in the central Florida area, because all of a sudden they're like, wait, we're not printing money like we were in 2022. Someone, someone's head's going to roll for this. What's going on? It, whose fault is it? We need answers. We need answers. So um, anyway, um, that has impacted me and work has been a little more demanding and unpredictable uh, because of that. And, um, you know, we're, I, I will tell you, now is the time to look for those discounts at Central Florida Resorts. If, if you want to, if you want to come on short notice and you're interested in traveling in August, you might check prices. I'll just say that because uh, it, not only at Disney, Disney's running a summer deal, but hotels all around the the Central Florida area are doing the same thing. Because I think August is going to be uh, pretty interesting, and it also it should be pretty um, like lower attendance days in the parks. August and then like post Labor Day September. Um, so you know, a little inside baseball, just just reading the tea leaves and based on all the stuff that I'm seeing uh, through work. I, I feel like you all might be able to benefit from that. So I'm not going to tell you what I do, but just know I know things. And I can tell you that this is good advice. If you can travel on short notice, you might save some money. So um, anyways, um, I want to pivot to pivot to the subject at hand. Everybody knows now that we've done all this uh, pre-business We've gotten, we've taken care of all of the business that needed to be taken care of in this first 25 minutes. Everybody knows if, if you followed me through the Monday morning monorail, the morning monorail, any of the iterations, podcast shows that I've done, you know that I love a foodie guide. I love a foodie guide. And it is now that time of year where we get to take a look at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival presented by Corksicle 2023 <laughs> foodie guide. That's the official name. If you go look at the Disney parks blog, you go look on their branding, the In Epcot international food and wine festival presented by Corksicle 2023. And I expect all of you to say all of those words. If you talk about the Epcot international food and wine festival presented by Corksicle 2023, you better do it every single time. I wish I was getting paid by Corksicle or Epcot. In some way, or Topo Chico for that matter, as I tell you how disgusting the lemon, the tangy lemon lime flavor is. It's gross. It's gross. Take take my word for it. It's gross. Um, yeah, I love the long name. It's sort of like the Tron light cycle. Uh, what is it called? Tron light cycle slash run. Tron, it used to be the power run, and I keep wanting to call it that because that's what it's called uh, in in the in the China Park, Tron Light Cycle Power Run. But here in the Walt Disney World Resort, we call it the Tron Light Cycle Slash Run, I think. 
somebody correct me if I'm missing a word there, but you got to put the slash in. You have to. It's you're not doing it right if you don't. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, Marissa wants to know what is on the menu for the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival presented by Corksicle 2023. Um, I suspect that on the upcoming pre-recorded podcast that I'm going to do later this month, that we're going to go and do a little more of a deep dive into this foodie guide. But I wanted to talk about a couple things that caught my eye. Uh, the first and probably the most important. Did we all see that the Muppets are going to have a booth this year? Did everyone, have we seen that? Have we processed it? In the Odyssey building, the Muppets are hosting the Brew Wing Lab. Hashtag save the Muppets. They are saving us with beer, wings, and yes, a pickle milkshake. I don't know if Jeremy's still here. I know Jeremy loves pickles. I know he's fired up about that. I would love to uh, put two straws in a pickle milkshake and share that with Jeremy. Um, if he'd like to do that, I'll, I'll buy. It'll be great. Um, but yeah, um, I'm excited about this. Uh, they, they've had the Brew Wing Lab before. It wasn't hosted by Muppets, but now but Dr. Bunsen Honeydew and his assistant Beaker are bringing us some interesting new flavors. And there's a couple new things that are going to be here. One of them is a, a peanut butter and jelly sticky wing. I think that was a new thing. Uh, the garlic Parmesan. Oh, no, I think that was old. The orange cardamom is new. This one was new. The unnecessarily spicy yet extremely tasty scotch bonnet pepper curry wing with cucumber yogurt. Another really long name that I love. So are you going to go to the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival presented by Corksicle 2023 and try the unnecessarily spicy yet extremely tasty Scotch Bonnet Pepper Curry Wing with Kermit yogurt? Oh, no. No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. Cucumber yogurt. I retract that statement. Does that need to be bleeped? Whoops. Um, Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I love spice. I love it. I'm going <laughs> to. Oh, no. Whoops. I'm going to try those wings with the cucumber yogurt. Kermit can keep his yogurt to himself. Um, woo. I am interested in that pickle milkshake. I, I guess Jeremy isn't around because I'm sure he would have chimed in by now. But uh, I am willing to pick up the tab if Jeremy will try that pickled milkshake with me. I, I'll I'll buy a whole round of pickle milkshakes. Who's who's going to meet me at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival presented by Corksicle 2023 at the Muppets Brew Wing Lab in the Odyssey and get some of those unnecessarily spicy yet extremely tasty Scotch bonnet pepper curry wings with cucumber yogurt and a pickle milkshake. Let's do it all around. It's going to be great. Whoever shows up, I'll buy you one. Um, if I see you and if I'm there, let's do it. Um, but then you have to promise you're subscribed to my YouTube channel and you have to spread the word about the YouTube show to one guest, one guest. And I, and I'll do it. I'm buying you one, Marissa. If you're there, I'm buying you one. And you know, you don't have to drink it. You just have to hold it. It'll look pretty. It's going to be like I read. It's going to be bright green. So it'll be interesting. It'll be an Instagram worthy uh, drink, but that's really exciting. But um, I wanted to point out two things that I thought were very interesting um, on the menu. Now, I think historically, if you've participated in the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival presented by Corksicle 2022 or before, you would know that there's a couple booths that aren't really high on the priority list. One of them is Italy. The other is America, typically. 
both of those have pretty much brand new menus. Um, almost entirely. Flavors of America has three new food items, uh, and then they're bringing back the carrot cake. Fine, I've had it before. It's don't worry about it. Uh, but they are going to have an Italian hot beef sandwich, uh, a chilpino seafood stew, and chilaquiles. <laughs> Which, uh, sure, uh, I don't know, chilaquiles, corn tor- corn tortilla chips tossed in salsa verde with ranchero chicken. This, I mean, it sounds good, queso fresco. Um, but the Italy booth also is going to have three new items, which I just found I found to be pretty funny. I, I think that means, you know, something that I've said in the past, Disney listens to the show, but they don't necessarily always take my advice. And uh, But I think in this case, they had to have gotten a lot of complaints about like the Italy booth and the America booth, particularly Italy, Italy, Italy. Um, and so they revamped the menu over there. So that's good. Um, the, ah, I didn't like the ravioli. So uh, Lewis in the chat is saying uh, at the Italian booth, the ravioli wasn't terrible. It wasn't good either. I mean, it was just it was just fine. Uh, did you did you want a flatbread? Go to the Italy booth because you can get a flatbread. Um, but I'm struggling. Yeah, I'm struggling to find the Italy menu right now for some reason, but trust me, it's all new. I'm on the foodie guide and I can't find it. Um, but the other thing that's going to be new is there's going to be a, a bunch of brand new booths that um, are going to open later. They won't be open day one at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival presented by Corksicle 2023. They're going to open later. Um, and so those are, it seems like maybe they're still working on those or something. But like, for example, the Char and Chop booth is going to be brand new. Um and the wine and wedge booth is going to be brand new and bubbles and brine. Although I thought, see, you could have fooled me because I could have sworn there was a bubbles and brine previously, but maybe it's just all new menu and then swirled showcase. There seem to be a lot of new drinks. Anyway, we're going to get into all of this. Uh, I'm sure we'll do a, a bigger deep dive on the, on the podcast. You better subscribe and update your feed. So you get those updates and and you can listen to it as soon as it comes out. Let me see if I scroll very slowly. If I can find the Italy, it's not, it's not on. They took it off. They're pranking me guys. They, they did this on purpose. I'm on the official one. Here we are. Italy. Focaccia Ripina. Uh, freshly baked focaccia, beef, meatballs, tomato sauce, and burrata cheese. See, that sounds good. Although it kind of sounds like a flatbread. Uh, cavatali with sweet sausage ragu and crispy applewood smoked bacon. That sounds good too. And then they're going to have a lemon uh, ricotta cheesecake. Um, oh, so yeah, exactly. I agree. It was uh, Alicia Hayes p- p- pointing out Italy booth too pricey for what you got. Cause it was sort of running the bill garbage john's let me know new means it was not there last year but could be from previous years so i don't know maybe i'm remembering bubbles and brine from previous years i was excited too that i mean i typically like the mexico booth at food and wine but it's got um all new offerings this year as well one thing that you will find uh, a annual favorite perennial favorite the cheese bread at the Bavil- at the brazil booth will be there so if you're if you've got your heart set on cheese bread, you can get your cheese bread. So 
Um, yeah, food and wine. Exciting. It's it's that time of year. It's we're we're getting into uh, mid July, which of course means in the theme parks we we're basically in the fall. Uh, starting in August, we'll actually start having Mickey and Minnie's not so scary party, and then the first weekend of September. The real haunt season begins because Halloween Horror Nights and Halloween Scream will be kicking off. And I'm super excited. You know, I'm going to be there again. I already got my rush of fear pass for Halloween Horror Nights. So if you'll be there in September, I'll be there too. And, and I'm excited to see you there. Um, let's see. I've got a few other things that I wrote on my script for tonight. But I think that that is going to be where I end the prepared content. I really just want to thank you all for coming back tonight. I mean, like I said, uh, like 125 days or 124 days is a long time to take a break. And, and, you know, people could potentially give up on you or move on, find something else. You don't know if people are going to show up to a live show ever. I have no guarantee. So I want you to know that the fact that you're here really does mean a lot to me. And um, the fact you listen, the fact you participate in the Facebook group, if you're on the Discord, if you're, you know, what whatever level of participation um, you're 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 up for, I really appreciate it. I am glad to be back, and I'm hoping you know to take this channel onwards and upwards. And it's always for me been about building the community here. It's been about reaching out. It's been about helping people find a place that they feel that they are accepted and they fit in and they can hang out with people who have similar interests. And and uh, and 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 we all just want to embrace um, all of those people in this community. And um, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, all right. Uh, if Facebook user who I think is landing, uh, give us give us your uh, <laughs> press conference question again and I'll answer it before we wrap up or if anybody else wants to throw out a question before we go while we've got a couple minutes here, I'll take a little sip of my lemon lime Topo Chico and just see if anybody wants to throw something out. Disgusting. You know what it tastes like? Uh, hot tub, hot tub. It tastes like hot tub water. It's not good. It tastes like room temperature, hot tub water. Somebody jumped in there and spilled a Sprite. <laughs> that's what. That's my advertisement. You want to sponsor me, Topo Chico? Your can is invisible. Oh, John, great question. Thank you. Uh, initial thoughts about eat. I e e t. I, I think you say it. Eat. I'm super excited about eat. So if you haven't heard, they announced today that eat is going to be a brand new restaurant destination at Disney Springs. And it is going to be an Indian restaurant. I am so excited about this. Like, I, I love Indian food. Uh, my hope, here's here's what tends to happen at Disney. Uh, maybe not as much at Disney Springs. In the parks, this happens. You, the food you get, actually, case in point. If you go to the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival presented by Corksicle 2023, and you go to the India booth, if you're a fan of chicken tikka masala, don't get it because it is bland. It's not, it is not that good. Um, and, you, and you'll be disappointed. So, so just avoid it completely. The reason this happens in the parks is because I think they tend to make the food somewhat bland because it needs to be something that appeals to the broad audience, the, the average guest. And people tend to not really want that much spice. I love spice. I love flavor. I want you to hit me. I want the hot stuff. I want all of it. Like do it. 
So what I'm really hoping is that Eat is going to do that. Now, my, I, I expect that it will. They've got uh, two amazing chefs that are that are going to be behind uh, the kitchen. Uh, I know one of them's from Food Network. Um, and then the other issue, or the other thing that I that I don't know about is just where it's going to be. Um, I thought I knew, and then I was reminded that the summer house is going there. So, John, I don't know if you know or have any inkling where that eat is going to be located. Someone mentioned they thought it might be where the old Wolfgang Puck Express was, but I, I really don't know. So that's my thoughts. I'm excited about eat, um, and I can't wait for it to open up later this year. I mean, obviously they they must have already started on working on it. Um, okay. Question from this is from the Facebook group. Uh, this is from Hal from Roll Tide Time. Uh, one, what you what you think of the tide this year? B, why are you such a generous lover? Well, I'm going to answer the first one first. I, I think it's because I come from Tennessee, and that's what they teach you up there. Uh, and to the first one, um, I, I I I think I'm going to just refrain from touching on the tide. Uh, I I think that you know. They probably are are hoping that Tennessee doesn't start a, a two year streak over them, um, because that could happen in this football season. Uh, John said he has an idea, but can't confirm where Eat is going to be in Disney Springs. But he's got a Zoom call later this week. If if John, if you want to deliver that information to me separately, uh, anonymously, I, I promise I'll swear it didn't come from you, and I'll wink at people when I say it, and then they'll know that I'm serious. John did not tell me this. I'll do it on YouTube. I'll do it right here for the world to see. And they'll know. I'm not lying. I don't lie. I'm on a podcast. I can't lie. I've never in my life told a lie on a podcast. (laughs) You can't do it. It's against the rules of podcasting. So anyway. All right, everybody. Really going to wrap this up. Oh, and of course, before I get out of here, Dillo's Diz, gotta get a shot on AK before I'm out the door. It's okay. It it would it would feel odd to me if that didn't happen during one of my live shows. So, um, you know, now now the night is complete. I will say, I love you, Frank and Jen. I love that you're AK haters. Uh, you be you. Keep being you because that's what makes you Dillo's Diz. I love all of you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for participating. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for everything. And uh, I'm really excited to uh, get this going again. So we're going to see you all. The next Tuesday live show is going to be August the 15th, I believe. Someone correct me if that's incorrect, but I believe it's August the 15th. And, uh, oh, there's my calendar that didn't want to come up. Yes, August 15th, 8 p.m., 8 p.m. Eastern. I will see you all there. And between now and then, I hope to see you on the website. I hope to see you on the Facebook group or in the Discord. I hope to hear from you. I hope to interact with you. Take care of yourselves. It's very important. Be good to each other. And party on, dudes. I'll see you next time.
up, drink up, drink up, then order again. 